at the end of the day, PR is about communicating and like transmuting your vision to someone else so that they can then speak on your behalf. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast. And today I have one of my biz besties, Lauren Salon, with us today. She is an expert in the field of PR and influencer marketing. And this conversation is so juicy. If you've ever had any limiting beliefs around what PR is, if it's the right time for you, how to know what to have in order to make it a really impactful piece of your business, then you're going to want to listen into this conversation. We talk about everything from what it means to be an influencer, what PR is and it isn't, and what makes Lauren's approach and her agency so unique. So you're going to get a ton of value out of it. Lauren Salon is a PR and marketing consultant, healthy lifestyle expert, and media personality, as well as entrepreneur. A lifelong athlete, Lauren spent the bulk of her career in public relations, crisis communications, and marketing before launching a health and fitness coaching business back in 2015. And while helping people live their healthiest lives, and dipping her toes into the world of fitness competitions over the past several years, Lauren continued her PR and social media consulting and coaching, supporting entrepreneurs in health, wellness, lifestyle, and personal development industries, build their influence online, and monetize their social media. Who doesn't want that, right? In 2019, Lauren launched Influencer and Impact, a PR and influencer marketing agency where she helps entrepreneurs elevate their visibility online and establish authority in their industry so they can increase their income and make even more of an impact. Let's dive into the episode. All right, party people, welcome back to Boldly Courageous. And I'm so excited to have my girl, Lauren, with me today. Lauren, what I love about you is like you, to me, embody, and I know we were literally just talking about this, but truly you embody like this sensual queen energy that's mm. also like lighthearted and fun. And then when you're in like your boss babe mode, it's like magnetic and it makes me want to like do shit. So I just want to acknowledge you for that Ooh. and say welcome to the podcast. I love that. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Okay. So what is one boldly courageous thing you've done lately? Ooh, I think, I mean, and this, I, I'm sure so many people can uh, relate to this given the climate that we're all in and, and what we're all dealing with. But I think for me, and this is so much of what I teach and speak about is fully committing to jumping in with both feet into like my mission and my work and what I truly believe I'm here on this planet to do. And, you know, cause during this epidemic and everything, like I, I had a very steady and good, uh, income stream get totally blown out by that, which can feel very stressful. And it, um, while I have multiple income streams, which I know you are a big fan of as well, like when that happens, you're like, Oh shit, you know, like, Oh, and so it was, 
a pivot for me that I was planning on doing, but not quite ready to fully take the leap on to like, you know, burn those boats, cut those, those ties and that other thing to be fully like 110% all in. And so that I think like really not being afraid of that change and like deciding to welcome it and, and lean into it, I think was, was super courageous and super bold. And I'm having a blast and it's been an adventure these past eight weeks for sure. Isn't it amazing how things happen and we kind of find ourselves at like a fork in the road and we're like, oh fuck, like (laughs) which way do I go? Right. And you can like go this path. That's like in this particular environment, maybe fear or scarcity or lack, or should I get another job or what am I going to do? Or you can go down this path. That's like, well, how can I get resourceful? What gifts do I have? And what can I really lean into? And that's obviously the path that you've chose. And it's been so much fun to watch you just like own it. Like you're so, you're showing up in a way that's so much more aligned, I guess is the word, but it's more than that. It's like embodied, embodied is the word. So what was that process like for you? Because I know that this is something like, this is a pivot that you've been kind of leaning into. So when you feel into that embodiment, like what was the process to get there? Yeah. Uh, great question. I love that. And, and so I know we'll get into this a little bit about like my journey and what I do specifically and how that, um, has evolved over time. But my, I, the work that I do now in PR and supporting entrepreneurs in elevating their visibility and showing up powerfully as the authority in their industry, this is work that I've been doing for years for a while, like before I left to become an entrepreneur, like the bulk of my career was in PR and marketing. And then when I left my last agency job, I went right into PR, social media, marketing, consulting. And then that started looking like coaching. And here we are now. And for me, that embodiment and that shift, it really clicked like only six months ago, which is so, so crazy because I'm like, no, I've been doing this for a long time. Like, duh. But for me, I, I've always been a like high achiever, go, go, go person, like do all the things, do too many things. And uh, I'm sure you can, you know, relate to this, or you've had clients that you coach who've experienced this when you have so many things going on, you're procrastinating by being too busy. You know, you've got all these backup plans and like, well, if the main thing doesn't work out, don't worry. Cause I've got 25 other projects that I have my hands on. And for me, I got to this place where I was so sick of like seeing another year go by and being like, wait a second. Like, yeah, I accomplished 20 amazing things and it looks really impressive. And I was super busy, but the one main thing that I wanted to accomplish, I didn't. And why does that keep happening? And so I got to this place where I was freaking fed up, right? Like fed up with it and decided to really put my foot down. And it was actually Shalene Johnson at, at an event said something about like, no, you don't just choose what you're most passionate about. You know, you don't, don't just go with whatever is most exciting and your passions are like, choose what you are known for and being asked to do already. And you know, making sure that it's something you're passionate about. So like, what are you really good at already? What are you known for in your industry, in your world already in your, you know, and in your network and run with that and focus in on that because guys, like in six months you can change and you can pivot and you can shift a year, you can pivot, you know? And so for me, I just got to this place where I was like, 
like done with the so many things on my plate crap and like, okay, like I have never fully jumped in with both feet. And so if I truly want the results that I'm after, like it is time to go all in and like go hard with it. Mm. And so that's what, what I did. And like I, I mentioned like with COVID and everything like that going, that really like burned all those remaining bridges as well. And, and like helped me forcefully pivot into it too. And, and <laughs> like the forceful nudge <laughs> to head in that direction. So it was just like a lot of self-reflection and, and being like, wait a second, like I'm the results that I'm getting are not what I want. Like I know I'm meant for greatness and I'm coming up with B plus results time and time again. And B plus is good for some people and, but it's not good enough for me. Mm. So that's what I, I came to. Yeah. I'm hearing so much in this and I love it so much because it's really about owning your authenticity is what it comes down to and your uniqueness and not leaving a window of opportunity for failure. Like not even that it's failure, but an alternate option, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like you were saying, having to, having your energy split is, I know for me that shows up as resistance. If I'm too busy, I can't be productive in this one thing. So I love that you shared that. And we're going to dive into you know, PR and everything that you do and why it matters and really some misnomers about the space. But you said something about like really leaning into the thing that you are known for. So what do you do Mm -hmm. with somebody who maybe is really new to business? They're just starting out, like they're maybe transitioning out of the corporate world and they really want to start a brand, but they're really not known for anything yet. So how, what do you say to that person? Because I know there's some people listening that show up in imposter syndrome and they're Mm -hmm. unsure, like, well, what am I known for? or Who am I? Or what's special about me? So how would you navigate through that? I, so like, I typically go like a mix of kind of the like woo woo, stupid idea game, like dream big side of things. And then the practical. And so what that typically looks like, it's like, okay, if, if money were no issue, if you had an unlimited bank account and you didn't have to worry about making money, like how would you spend your time? What sounds exciting to you? What gives you life and gives you joy? Like what are those things? And getting really clear on what you want your day-to-day to look like or to feel like. Like, do you want to be able to, you know, work out first thing in the morning for two hours? Do you want to end your workday at 5 p.m., 3 p.m., whatever it is, like getting really clear? Like, do you want to be connecting with people in person? Like, well, right now, yes, we all do. But do you want to be like working face-to-face? Do you want to just be like, uh, have your laptop and be able to work that way? Like, what is it? What does the work to you, like what gets you really excited and what could you see yourself doing over and over again and time and time again? And then... I would say, okay, great. So you've got that big dream and that vision and you know what you want it to look and feel like. And so the what of it, like, then what is that thing going to be? That's when I would encourage somebody to be like, okay, so now let's look at your natural strengths and skills, whether that's pulling something from your corporate job that you just left or where you're at currently, like what are the elements of that that you really enjoy and excel in? you know, and then figuring out how to marry those two things, marrying what you're already really good at. Cause regardless of whether that's the thing that you want to do forever, I'm sure you can find nuggets that are, you know, that where your strengths lie and then figuring out how that fits in with the like dream version of your life that you see for yourself. 
Mm, so good. It's so important to anchor in the future and the current, right? I talk a lot about this with my clients about where you're taking action from, like the beingness and the doingness and the mm-hmm. being, like if you're in the doingness of doing, doing, doing without tapping into the vibration or frequency of the future you and all the things that you want, then you continue to operate from an old operating system and get the same things that you want, which is exactly yeah. what you were sharing in the beginning of the episode. You were doing the same things and getting the same result. And so you decided you wanted something different. You had that awareness. So you started operating from the future version of what does Lauren want to create and this massive empire that you're building and going all in on that vision and look at what happens in just six months. I think so many people think that, you know, success has to be long and drawn out, but it's that focused energy on one thing and committing to that. And then of course, being open to pivots when it makes sense. Right. So I want to talk about PR because that's your that's your jam. So what is PR? Why does it matter? Why do people need it? And when is the right time? Yeah, great, great questions. Because there is some like, I feel like PR needs to be demystified or something for the entrepreneur yeah. world because there's this idea that like you can't go into it. Like you can't explore PR and visibility and publicity until you're like at a certain level or anything like that. And that's not true. So I'll back up and talk about what PR is. So PR, public relations, it's essentially, it's it's under the umbrella of marketing. So if we think about marketing as essentially when we boil it down to the super basics, it's about connecting with your customer, right? It's about connecting with your customer for the goal to of, of selling more of whatever your thing is, okay? And so there's a lot of different ways that that can look, right? Advertising is a form of marketing. When you're advertising, that's much more like me to consumer and like super direct and maybe a little redundant at times. And then branding also falls under that uh, overall marketing category. And and I, I made a graphic at the beginning of um, of all this happening relating PR and the differences with like marketing, branding, that sort of thing um, with toilet paper and the situation we all found ourselves in. So I'll, I'll kind of explain that a little bit. So if we think about advertising as, or actually marketing as being like, hey, I've got toilet paper. Great. Okay. Simple, straightforward, like we get it. Advertising would be more like, hey, I have toilet paper, I have toilet paper, I have toilet paper, you know, a little bit more like in your face, like lights and, you know, the flashing things. And then branding is much more about the kind of knowingness, if you will, about something that like, uh, you know, emotional connection and just that like sixth sense kind of. So thinking about like, Apple, for example, is like, a you know, the geniuses and like probably one of the best at branding. And so you can say like, oh, like, why do you have Apple? Like, oh, because they're the best. Like, why are they the best? And you're like, I just know that they are, you know? So that's like an example of great branding. And so branding with the toilet paper example would be something like, oh, like, um, I, I understand that you have great toilet paper, you know? Like, it's that like, just I know, right? And then PR fits into the mix more because, or, or how it mix, fits into the mix is PR is much more about third-party validation. So in the toilet paper example, that would be somebody else saying, trust me, she has toilet paper. And so when we add that third party into the equation, you bring with you like so much more credibility and trust because you have that social proof. So like to boil it all down, PR comes down to social proof and third-party validation. And so if you think about like 
you know, getting on more podcasts, being featured in an online publication, you know, being on the news, that podcast host, that online publication, that news channel, like though that's the third party that is saying, oh, this person being on our outlet, like trust us. Like, you know, like we provide good content and we provide you with great guests or whatever it is. Like, so you have that trust factor already built in, which is what makes PR so, so powerful. So really at the end of the day, PR is about communicating and like transmuting your vision to someone else so that they can then speak on your behalf. Mm. It's super powerful, more trusted than advertising. Like it's an amazing tool. And I think there's, like I said, there's this idea that, oh, once I reach a certain level of success, then I can venture into PR. And that's not true. Like what I tell a lot of entrepreneurs is like PR absolutely must be part of your marketing plan, right? Part of your sales strategy. And all you really need to know and like need to have done before you start incorporating PR is you need to know what your service or your offer is like, what is it that you're putting out into the world? What's your message? What's your mission? And then you need to know who you want to connect with. Like that's pretty much it. And ideally you also have some way to capture information or to capture sales, you know, whether that's a product someone can purchase or, um, an email list somebody can sign up for, because when you get those visibility opportunities, you want somewhere for people to go, right? And to find you and connect with you. But that's it. You don't have to like have a certain income range. You don't have to have like a number of PR opportunities already under your belt that just kind of like came to you. You know, like it should be a proactive part of your strategy because it's about getting your mission out into the world. And if you truly believe in what you're doing, like you have an obligation to show up and to spread that message and connect with more people so you can serve more people. And if you're not talking about what you do, then how are people going to find you? Mm. You know? Oh my God. You're like a professional wing woman or a professional hype woman. Yeah. Like you're like, I'm like, exactly. Yes. Like yeah. I, I will be your hype uh, dealer. Like, let me, yes, yes, I love this. Okay. So this gives me all the feels because this is what we do in a mastermind. Like we're, yep. we're in a mastermind together. And um, the whole reason you join a mastermind is to build one, your relationship capital, and two, to build your knowledge base, right? And to learn the skills that you need to, to move your business forward. And it sounds to me like PR is a f- more accelerated way of growing relationship capital mm-hmm. so that you can get your brand's message out there. And it's no different than like, you know, calling up your bestie and being like, Hey, I just launched my podcast. Will you please share it on your social media? But it sounds to me like that's a lot of work and you, well, you can tell me a little bit more about how you work with clients, but what I'm hearing or what I'm receiving is that you, you take that heavy lifting off people's plates so that they can focus it on their zone of genius. So why don't you talk a little bit more about, you know, who PR is for and who it's not for, if it's not for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who it is for. So I, I mean, it's for anyone, like I said, like you want to have a proactive strategy and plan in place to get your message out there and to be seen, you know, because when you're showing up and you're getting, uh, you know, you're being seen and you're more visible, your business is going to grow faster. 
like Mm -hmm. plain and simple. You know, if you're operating in a vacuum and not talking about what you're doing and not uh, communicating outside just your current clients, like it's going to take a lot longer to grow to where you want to get. And so we said it already, like you need to know what, what you're offering and who you're offering it for. And ideally then have a place for people to buy or to at least like join your list or come into your funnel in some capacity. And so that's like all I would say, as far as the qualifications of what you need to start putting yourself out there. And with that too, a lot of people feel like it's, super overwhelming and they don't know where to start when it comes to PR. And, and cause like, again, like it feels like this distant thing. So we don't think about it until we get to a certain level or we feel stuck sometimes. Right. And like, Oh, I've hit a wall with scaling. Now I guess I should look at PR when it should be part of the normal kind of rotation of activities for your business growth and business development. And, and so what it can look like, it doesn't have to be incorporating all the things. You don't have to be like, okay, well, I'm going to make a list of a hundred publications and a hundred podcasts and like all the news channels. And I'm going to reach out to every single one. No, like you don't have to do every single thing. Like it can be, okay, you know what? Each week I'm going to reach out to five different podcasts and that's it. Right. And you can do a lot by just reaching out to five different podcast hosts about being on their show in, in one week. And like, how long does that take? Uh, 10 minutes, you know, so it can be really, really manageable and you can start small. So even if you're just getting out there, like it should be an activity that's on your regular calendar. And PR is also testimonials, you know, mm-hmm. social proof from clients. So that is a PR activity. I don't think people uh, really realize that, that like getting that social proof, again, testimonial, third-party validation, like that's a PR activity. And so I think we all realize that that should be a part of the mix with promoting your business. And so it's just like that, like, you know, taking those opportunities too, to, to speak, to show up, to get your brand out there even more. Yeah. I think it should be a part of everybody's business plan and who I would say it's not for, honestly, like, I think, like I said, I think it's for everybody. And the only thing is, is having those other things in place that I mentioned. Like you want, if you don't, if you aren't clear on your message and how you're serving people and who you want to serve, then you're not ready to dive in and start spreading your message, right? That's stuff that you need to like lock in before you start going and speaking about it. Cause then what are you speaking about? Mm -hmm. So really just locking that stuff in place and getting clarity on that. And also knowing too, that it doesn't have to be just because that's the direction you're in right now. Like if it's not where you want to be a year from now, like that's okay. Like if things might change, like that's totally fine. You can own where you're at right now and run with it and make a lot happen in a short time frame. Mm. Yeah. So what's coming up for me when I think about PR and I'll just share my, mm-hmm. my own yeah. personal experience is like this feeling of not being ready, right? This imposter syndrome of, oh, I don't have a perfect website or what am I going to offer? Or maybe my branding isn't cohesive. So what would you say are the the like most important, maybe three or five things, like a checklist or something that an, an entrepreneur or a network marketer, or anybody who wants to get their message out in the world should really think about in order to, you know, receive PR or even be attractive to receiving PR? Yeah, absolutely. So a few of the things that we're making a checklist, like before you really dive in and pursue it, I would say, like I said, um, what is your mission, like what, what's your message and your mission? What is your service or your product or your offer? Um, the third thing would be who is this offer for? So who's your ideal client 
or customer. And then ideally, you've also got a way to gather emails. So you can build an email list or even a text list, but you want to be able to um, gather information, contact information on owned real estate. So if we think about social media, like Instagram or something like that is rented real estate and you do not want to build your entire business on there because if Instagram disappears tomorrow, you know, you'd be screwed. So, so building a list on owned real estate, I think we're at number four and then ideally too, but not necessary. Like having a landing page or a website, again, does not need to be a full built out website. It can be just like one landing page with an opt-in, you know? Um, and yeah, I think those would be all, all the things and ideally having your, uh, your offer set up to sell. But again, if that's not ready and you're in the middle of launching something, you can be gathering email addresses for when that thing is out in the world so that you hit like as soon as it's available, you hit send on that email for all these people that have been coming into your email list and like excited about this thing that you're promoting. And then you're like, Hey guys, it's finally here. Hit send. Great. Mm -hmm. So those are really the, the basics that I would say to have, have ready. Because again, if you're putting yourself out there and you don't have a way for people to find you and to then gather their info, then it's, it's not like it does nothing, but it'll be more effective when you have a way to capture information and to communicate with, with these new eyes and new leads. Yeah. It's about nurturing those relationships and building the know, like, and trust, right? They found you mm-hmm. and were interested in purchasing or enrolling or diving in a little bit deeper into who you are and what you offer. And then you definitely want to have a way to nurture it. And I think what's so cool about all the tips that you just shared is that you don't actually have to sell anything. You could be so brand new that this can be a really great way to, to kind of test your market and see, you know, what does your audience really love? You could create a couple of different free resources and see which one really gains traction. And then, you know, you have social proof that that's the one that you can start investing in. So I want to talk about influencer marketing for a second, because Mm -hmm. I know that you, so we we talked about PR and now we want to talk about the other side of it. So we're talking about uh, PR from, I have a product that I want to sell, right? But then on the other side of that, you also work in the influencer space and Mm -hmm. talk a little bit more about what does it mean to be an influencer and how to leverage that sort of influencer title when it comes to PR. Yeah. So my, so I have an agency. So my agency, we work with clients one-on-one and we specialize in public relations. Like, like I was just saying, um, which looks a lot like, you know, more traditional media relations and that kind of stuff. And then influencer marketing and influencer marketing, yes, is a PR and marketing opportunity strategy. Um, and what that looks like. So what influencer marketing looks like is you like if i'm working with you as my client and you've got you know say we're promoting the podcast okay and so i'm like okay let's go find we want to get the podcast out there and we're going to leverage influencers to you know raise awareness and so we would connect with influencers whose audiences would love your podcast and then we would you know communicate with these influencers be like hey we've got this great opportunity we think that your audience would really love this here's what it is. It's about the boldly courageous podcast. And if you share about it, X, Y, Z, you know, there's some negotiating involved in that kind of stuff. But then those influencers share about your thing with their audiences. And again, you've got that built-in trust factor, that built-in like, you know, loyalty and no like, and trust factor coming from the influencer 
to their audience. So your podcast, your thing that's getting shared to them already has an element of social proof and validity to it. So there is so much power in influencer marketing because you're getting other people who have spent a lot of time and energy, you know, developing a strong relationship with their audience and they're, you're getting them to vouch for you essentially. Mm. And so it's really beautiful. And, and I've done work on both sides of influencer marketing. So as an influencer myself, and then also like with a team of influencers. So like we were talking about earlier, like I, as a PR professional am like a hype girl for my clients. When I do influencer marketing projects, I'm a hype girl and I have a whole freaking hype team that is, is involved too. And it is so cool. And, and one of the things that's so powerful about it, I know we already talked about no like and trust factor and just like the strength that comes from that, but the numbers too, like leveraging a number of influencers, the reach that you can get. Um, my team and I were running a project right now for a client. We just passed a million like, you know, a million views and stuff for within our influencer team. It's amazing. So like, and, and it's not like you're advertising. So when we're advertising and you're just like you, the brand saying this out into the world, like, yeah, of course, like you think your thing is the best thing in the world. Cause it's you saying that, but when we get a million views from other people's audiences saying that, like the, the strength that comes with that is so much more powerful than the brand just saying it themselves. Um, and so I love influencer marketing and because it's fun to like, as the client, and I know so many of my clients have said this too, like when they see people excited about their mission and helping to spread the word about their vision and like, so that they can make more of an impact, it keeps my clients so excited and so motivated. They're like, oh my gosh, all these people sharing about my thing, like, and they're actually excited about it. Like, what? This is amazing. And so that's one of the things that when it comes to influencer marketing that my team and I, like, I'm very proud that we we do a great job of this is being able to communicate my client's message and vision to a big group of people and then have those influencers effectively communicate that vision too. So we're transmuting that vision like through multiple channels um, so that it comes out in a really authentic way that will land, mm-hmm. you know, and ideally then result in conversions with for sales and like all that kind of stuff. Um, and so it's really, I love it. And I have so much fun with it. Cause like, I love connecting with people through the internet, which is like, when it comes to influencer marketing, I'm connecting with tons of people, you know, and you asked too about like, what does it mean to be an influencer? And I think that over the last few years with like social media and being an influencer and content creator really like growing so much, like the term influencer has kind of like has like a little negative connotation or isn't taken very seriously anymore. And yeah, we can call it a number of different things, content creator, whatever, you know, but it all ultimately is the same thing. And I think there's such a beautiful responsibility with being an influencer because that means that like, like you have a lot of power to influence, you know, the actions of other people. And it's a very trusted and special place to be at. And there's a lot of responsibility and power that comes with that. And I think it's a really awesome thing and that it should be looked at as, as something to be proud of. If you spend a lot of time and energy nurturing a community and making connections and creating a safe space on the internet for others, like that's incredible and it's valuable too. Mm. 
I had this visual of you as you were talking about your entire hype team, like with you and like 15 amazing women, like walking in with like fans <laughs> blowing and your hair, you know, like very yes. sex in the city. Like, what's oh up, girl? I'm here to hype you up. Your team is here. Yes. I love that. And that's how it feels. Like I can feel that energy through this conversation of like you you've created something really, really unique because I think in a lot of like the PR space, let's say it feels really sterile to me. Like it feels like, Oh, let me pitch you to this person or this place, or let me, you know, I have this connection and I'll get you in this magazine and that's great. But the energetics that I'm getting behind what you do is it's PR done in a very aligned way because you have not only the news outlets and the publications and the podcasts, but you've curated this community of people that know, like, and trust you, and you have a really deep and intimate understanding of their audiences, how much it's taken for them to build that audience and how special it is. So it seems to me like you have such a competitive advantage when it comes to helping brands get PR, because it's not just about the media placement. It's Mm -hmm. about cultivating relationships with other Mm -hmm. influencers who have a similar mission as you or align with your vision. And it's not just let me get my name in a magazine. And that feels completely different. So I really, really love that, that you shared that. And I think it's really, really powerful. And I know for me personally, you've completely shifted my perspective on how PR works. Cause I think I have a similar mindset to a lot of people of like, well, I'm not ready for PR and why do I need that? Or can I afford it? Or just like the limiting beliefs. And I think you just did such a beautiful job of kind of squashing all of that. So thank you. So if there's, if somebody wants to kind of get into your energy or they want to learn more, they're ready for PR, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah. So the best way to connect with me would be most like sliding into my DMs. Honestly. Yeah, girl. Like on Instagram. Guys. Slide into my DMs. Come Lauren, on. Come on. Like, I just want to acknowledge you. You are one of the funniest humans, like I think oh. I've ever met. And I love your random dance parties in your office yes. and the interesting faces <laughs> that you make because they're the best. And your plants. Oh. Guys, she is like the ultimate plant mom right now. It's really like, I'm so proud of your little plant oh babies. You guys Thank have to follow so Lauren on Instagram. She's literally the funniest. Anyway, continue. Oh my gosh. Uh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so I would say slide into my DMs because yes, I most likely will send you a voice note back and it probably will be kind of random. It could even be awkward. Sometimes it is, but I love sending voice notes. And you guys, like, because also like with social media and pitching yourself or even just connecting with people through social media, we're all on social media to be social and to connect, like even brands. So yeah, d- this is an open invitation to hit me in the DMs. Um, but, but then like out beyond that, like, yes, my website, laurensalon.com, you can learn more about all the, all the stuff going on, but really to connect with me, like over on Instagram, for sure. Like that's where the, the party's at and where I spend most of my internet mm. time. Um, and it's funny cause like what you just said with connection and cultivating relationships, like when I tell, like boil it down on the most basic, basic level of what I do, I'm like, oh yeah, my job in PR is, and and influencer marketing is to make friends on the internet and then connect my friends with my other friends so that everyone can win more. (laughs) That's like the dream job right there. Right. right? I'm like, don't tell anybody that that's my job. (laughs) This is ridiculous. Right. But that's ultimately what it is. And yes, there's a lot of strategy behind it strategy, I almost said, yeah, there's a lot of strategy behind it. It's intentional. And 
at the end of the day, like, that's what I wanted. Like when we talk in the very beginning of this conversation, we're like, what do I want? Like my day to look like, and the, the content of my work to feel like, like, I love connecting with people who are up to cool shit, Mm -hmm. you know? And I am such a natural connector and like able to see those connections of like, wait, do you know each other? Do you know so-and-so? Why? Oh my gosh, get together, figure it out. Like something cool is going to happen. And so being able to like figure out how to bottle that up, like it's, yeah, it's very exciting. Mm, I'm like, yeah, but so I'm like, don't juicy. tell people this is my job. <laughs> oh, I love it. And you have an accelerator program that mm-hmm. you offer. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the PR accelerator, I created this because like literally, like you were saying with imposter syndrome and feeling like you don't know when you're to jump into PR or, or if you're ready for it. I was hearing that from a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of entrepreneurs who are growing and scaling. So not so much from entrepreneurs who are just getting started, but I do hear it from them as well. But for from entrepreneurs who are like, have been doing their thing for a bit and who have a track record of like success and great client testimonials and a like steady business that they love. And hearing that from a lot of entrepreneurs who are in this like mid range, whether it's like, 5,000 a month, 10,000 a month, or even like low multiple six figures and hearing like, yeah, I know that I need this, but I don't know. I have no idea where to start. And if I did know where to start, I don't have any time to devote Mm -hmm. to PR. Like I just, I can't. So it was this, there's this idea and, and not just this idea, because literally this is like what's, what's happening in the world where you could either Google what to do. And like, yes, there are tons of free resources and you can find a lot of great stuff And when you're going the Google route, you're going to spend a lot of time trying a lot of different things and it's going to waste a lot of time and energy. And when you're a busy entrepreneur with a growing business, that's not where you want to be spending your energy, right? Or so you have that free option that takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of failing forward, or you wait till you have the budget to pay somebody like me and my agency to do it for you. And so there was this huge gap of like free stuff, pay an agency to take it over and nothing in that middle range to support entrepreneurs who are like, who are growing. And, and so I created the accelerator specifically to help entrepreneurs get more visibility and learn how to pitch themselves and secure media opportunities, maybe on a limited budget, maybe with limited time, maybe without a team, you know, so that you can start that process now. So you don't have to wait until you quote unquote feel ready or anything like that. Because like we said, like you're ready when you know what it is that you have to offer and who you're offering it for, like you're ready to get going. And so seeing so many entrepreneurs needing help with that and knowing that the missing piece is more visibility and not knowing then what to do or where to go. And so feeling kind of stuck, like wanting to scale and, and hit certain income levels and to scale in a way that's can happen exponentially. So, you know, like when you're doing PR stuff, like a podcast interview, or you get featured in a online publication, like that one interview that lives on the internet, typically forever, if not for a long time. And so it acts as a passive lead generation tool for you. Mm. So it's out there living in the world and creating more leads for you. And so it allows you to scale in a much bigger way and, and has a snowball effect for Mm. you. And so you do it once and it continues to work for you over and over again. And those types of opportunities can really, really 
dramatically shift the momentum of someone's business. Mm. And so, yeah, so there wasn't anything available for growing entrepreneurs. So I made it. (laughs) And so it's like part, it's part mastermind, part coaching. It's not a course and it's not a like, learn how to build your business, start your business type of course, you know what your business is for in, in the accelerator. Like, you know what it is. We're not going to spend time like setting up funnels and that kind of stuff. You come in knowing what your business is and like at least having some track record of client success, right? Knowing what your message is. Yes. We'll refine that, massage it, make it juicy for, um, for visibility opportunities and get things optimized. But then we move right into the training and strategy part. And so if somebody's looking to do influencer partnerships, if someone's looking to do more podcast interviews, local news, like online publications, whatever direction somebody wants to go in, we are going to support those entrepreneurs in coming up with a specific strategy. So it's not a one size fits all thing. It's not a course that you go through modules and you have to like check off everything off the list. No, like it's customized for each person doing it. And then the like really juicy bonus of it is my team and I are doing a number of PR activities for everybody who's in the accelerator. So creating pitch pages for everyone. So content, uh, design, all of that so that everyone feels really confident in what they're sending out into the world. Um, and then we're also going to be pitching everybody to certain outlets to like help, like, cause my goal is that people within this program, it's a four month program, get results and get media bookings during it. It's not four months of just learning how to do it. And then after four months by go figure it out on your own. No, no, no. We're going to like get shit done together in the program. So so yeah, I love it. Totally so good. I'm like, so sign excited. me up. I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, please. Okay. So you guys, if you love this episode, make sure you give Lauren a follow on Instagram. She's the best. Check out her PR accelerator, show her some love. And last question, Lauren, what are you celebrating? Ooh, what am I celebrating? Oh my goodness. You know, this is a really great question and something that I, I don't take enough time to celebrate. That is for sure. Like I, we mentioned, and I, I mean, this is a longer answer than you were asking for, but we mentioned like, you know, I've had a great month and like eight weeks and literally my celebrating was like in between calls. I ordered some stuff on Amazon prime, right? I'm like, that doesn't count. <laughs> like it's gotta be like a real celebration. That's not within my own office still at my desk. Um, so what I am celebrating, so that was just a side note that the importance of celebrating your successes and your wins, it is really key. It's an important part of the process, right? Enjoy the journey and celebrate it. Um, and so what I'm celebrating, I, my business has grown a lot in the last two months. I've been able to hire a number of people, which is so, so exciting. And it's just so beautiful to feel so supported. Um, and so yeah, I guess I'm celebrating the growth of my business and the continued momentum of it because I'm having a blast as well. You're crushing it, girl. I'm so happy for you. It's so amazing to see you just owning your gifts and like you said, putting all of your focus in one place and just running with it. And mm-hmm. I just I just want to acknowledge you because honestly, you're doing it, you're doing the work and you're an example of what it looks like to just follow what feels good and you're you're literally vibrating and radiating on a whole new level. So thank mm-hmm. you Lauren, so much for being here. I loved this conversation. And until the next episode, guys, make sure you live your boldly courageous life. Bye. 
Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.